0: A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, you're prohibited by law. See Terms and conditions 18. Plus. This week's episode of Screen Talk is brought to you by Xfinity. This award season, Xfinity and Indy War, invite you to spend time with some of the year's biggest nominees in our award season spotlight, where we feature exclusive video profiles of the filmmakers and stars behind the year's most acclaimed films. This week, hear Timothy Chalamet and Armie Hammer tease a potential sequel to their Oscar-nominated drama, Call Me By Your Name. Listen to Greta Gerwig and Saoirse Ronan discuss their immediate chemistry on the set of Lady Bird. And hear why The Shape of Water is Best Director nominee Guillermo del Toro's favorite film he's ever made. These interviews and many more are available right now. Just visit the award season spotlight on IndieWire.com. Welcome to Screen Talk, IndieWire's weekly podcast, coming to you from Ann Thompson's Kitchen in Los Angeles. I'm Eric Cohn, the Deputy Editor and Chief Critic, joined by Ann, our editor at large, and I'm uh, also staying at Ann's house in the final parade through Oscar weekend, which is kind of an interesting moment because the ballots have closed, and so that element of suspense is gone, and now we can just sort of enjoy the weekend and see who gets their their office pool most incorrect on Sunday, because everybody's going to be a little bit wrong this year. It's
1: such a close race, and if you think anybody knows who the winner is going to be... They're crazy.
0: Yeah, there's no. I mean, if you look at the way people are predicting things, not even even your predictions, which just ran, which have a very empirical argument, there there are people refuting those arguments with They're their own so evidence. They're so convinced,
1: absolutely. Well, what it is basically to simplify, if you look at the precursors, you know, if if you don't win the SAG Ensemble, you know, you're you're, you're less likely to win Best Picture. But it, the the same is true if you don't win the PGA or the DGA, you're less likely to win Best Picture. Right. And BAFTA and Globes wins and SAG wins are not as predictive as the Guild, you know, PGA, DGA wins.
0: Well, not to mention the fact that there are, there are so many X factors, like the changing demographics of the academy the weirdness of all these different kinds of movies. I mean, you could argue that Shape of Water is a consensus choice, but...
1: It's still a strange, you know, fish movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, the fish sex movie it doesn't always work for the three billboards people or the get out Which, people. So. And that's
1: a very important point. I mean, I'm arguing... I, I, I literally got out my calculator, and there are uh, 17 branches of the Academy. There are 70, 7,258 members... The numbers have gone up in all of the different categories over the years. And everybody always talks about how the actors dominate. You know, there's about 1,200 actors. If you add up all the crafts, it's about 3,200. And they are the ones that back The Shape of Water. The actors, which obviously the SAG Ensemble did go to three billboards. The actors and the writers back uh, Martin McDonough's movie, um, and more of the mainstream branches of the academy, like the publicists and the producers and the executives, um, who tend to be less, perhaps, um, artistic, if you like, um, than the craftspeople. But how do I That's say this? That's kind of a distance. <laughs> I know. The Shape of Water has... It, you know, there is no there is no generalization to be made, really. But The Shape of Water has... I think all the elements of appeal to the actors and all the crafts, and um, of course Guillermo will win Best Director, that much we know. But everybody loves Get Out. It's still in there. Get, Get Out has four nominations, and it does not include editing, which is a, a problem, I think, for a Best Picture winner.
0: And it's a diss because that movie's really well edited, but it was, it was a hard time getting Actually, to that point. Actually I, Tanya in got in there, yeah. and,
1: and well deserved. Right. Um, again, um, diversity and uh, times up are going to play a role. I mean, are people suddenly going to vote for Rachel Morrison, the first woman to ever be nominated for best cinematography for *Mudbound*, who also happened to be the director of photography on *Black Panther*, which has been getting yeah, a lot of press? That she's been getting is strong, a lot of press.
0: Well, I guess that's a good segue into the categories that we're going to talk about because last week we did the big ones. You said you were settling on shape. I was settling on gap because, what the hell, I have less skin in the game. But uh, there's uh, we talked about the actors and best director. A lot of interesting possibilities there. A lot of re- strong arguments to be made. But if you really want to win your pool, you can't ignore the below-the-line stuff. You can't ignore the craft stuff. And you can't ignore all these other categories that really contribute to making the Oscars th- this really hefty celebration of... So many different kinds of aspects of the filmmaking process. So let's let's, uh, let's go through. So we're going to start with an animated feature. Uh, full disclosure: I haven't seen Ferdinand.
1: Um, I'm going to say full disclosure. Neither have I.
0: I don't know anyone who has. <laughs> So I'm not even sure it's a real I'm movie. i confess, <laughs> it did
1: Something exist. Something involving cows, or it did I don't exist. know. I will say in this one, no, no, no argument on this quarter from anyone. Basically, Coco is Pixar's movie, won, right? Yeah. Won. Just because of the, again, I keep using these words scale and scope, but it applies. It's the most. I mean, there's sort of a, a sliding. failed
0: If a Pixar movie is good enough, it tends to be the front runner in this category. Exactly. You know, if they had an off year with one of those lesser sequels or something, but I mean, this is, one, a celebration, a legit celebration of Mexican culture, you know, that I still want to see in Spanish, but also it's just, it's just well-directed, it looks good, it's, it's emotionally resonant, And it's you about know. a
1: culture that the people who made it cared a great deal about, Yeah, yeah. including the co-director. And of when the you period. think about how
0: many people are voting here, it's not just the animation snobs you might think Loving Vincent is an incredible, you know, piece of technical uh, work. It's it's people who are responding to all these different elements together. And I so love the easy. Breadwinner, so
1: I picked that as my as my spoiler, which is which is an extraordinary Afghan um, empowerment story, so then animated? which I recommend you see. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Then animated short. Um, this is an interesting category because um, of course there's a lot of controversy around the presumed front runner, Dear Basketball, which I am predicting for the win, even if I hope it doesn't win because I. I think it's just a commercial. It's like a wannabe
0: Nike commercial. Kobe Bryant. It's so ridiculous. There's a
1: beautiful um, animator, uh, Glenn Keane, involved. Sure. the animation is okay, yeah, but, but it's, it's sort of... And it's hand-drawn, 2D, yeah. very, very virtuous. This is one category.
0: I actually went to see this in a the, in the theater with with all... And, and you could feel in the room when we were going through the shorts, what the hell was that? You know, it doesn't feel like it's a... A, a, a work of art, really. It's just it's shilling. So it's it sort is of shilling. Absurd. I agree with
1: you completely. So, but, but the problem here. I mean, I was at the Academy luncheon the, all they were cheering. It's L. A. It's it's right. the Lakers. You know, it's it's what it is.
0: It's it's yeah. It's probably all the those most white men at, are,
1: are going to go for it. Ironically,
0: <laughs> we may have a, a more legit Best Picture category than in some years, but somehow the animated short category was weak. It was, weak. That, it was actually like, weak this year. But <laughs> I really love Garden Party. That is just a cool, kooky, very, very anarchic weird. movie about frogs partying in an empty mansion. That don't give away the spoiler <laughs>
1: categorization.
0: It's so great. It's that fun. Should you should win. see
1: it. And but the one that I I voted for second place, revolting rhymes, where you have Dominic West as the big bad wolf. And it's it's a it's a lot of uh, Raoul Dahl uh, fairy tale rides. It's sweet. Very it's nice. it's a, There's some
0: interesting stuff there, and, and obviously the Pixar short Lou is is solid and, and has a good sort of nostalgia for childhood thing going for it. So there, there is some stuff to see here, but oh, and know.
1: Negative Space is cool. That's the one where the father and the son bond over the packing. It's a stop motion. Yeah, one. yeah. No,
0: it's it's not a, it's not a terrible category. It's just unfortunate that the weakest one is the front runner. Then so. we, have
1: a, um, we go to cinematography. Which should um, be a no-brainer. I'm pretty but... sure... No, it's a compi- it is a it is a race between Blade Runner 249's r- long-overlooked uh, 13 nominations, no wins, Roger Deakins, this is his year to score, because his work is so obvious and so gorgeous and so imperatively yeah. important.
0: I had conversations with people who didn't like Blade Runner, but... Then I would say, you gotta admit, it's a beautiful movie, and they would think about it and acknowledge as much. I mean, that is part, a big part of the reason the movie succeeds to, what, to the extent that it does, is what Deacon is able to do with color and, and sort of building on an existing world, but through a totally fresh kind of prism you know it's it's slightly later in the timeline and and so on and so forth plus the whole it's his time thing it's like he doesn't even need to campaign no on that front and he's
1: not really um and then but the other one is you know they're all deserving this is the category every year where all five are always you know these are artists at the top of their craft i i I revere them so hoit van hoitema is the one who figured out how to take the camera, you know, the 65 millimeter camera into the cockpit of an airplane and put Tom Hardy in it and fly it. And, you know, it, they did things they've never done before. They had cranes that they use for chasing cars, used to photograph bobbing boats. Um, You you have that picture of him lugging an IMAX camera. I mean, it's insane what it's did. But but
0: to go back to a conversation we had earlier, I would say the spoiler would be Rachel Morrison because um, if you're talking about everybody looking at this category and thinking about accomplishments beyond just the specificity of of technically what they've done the noise around rachel morrison has been really i mean netflix ran a real campaign around the fact that she was the first woman cinematographer and as you pointed out she's now done black panther i mean there's a real visibility for her so it wouldn't be a total shock
1: i know women who, who voted for her but the, one of the stats um I've come up with here is that there the twenty eight percent of the academy is women. I mean that's and you know that's that's not enough to make it a win for her.
0: Right. Well presumably it's if, not if only women. Only yeah, yeah, like, right. every woman in academy no, and nobody yeah. else. Yeah, there's but. a race
1: there. All right, then documentary feature well, is interesting that, yeah. too. We did that last yeah, week. Yeah, we did it
0: last week and, and we sort of thinking it's it's probably faces places, but you know, there is that Icarus possibilities and, so and, and Last
1: Men in Eleven. And last Men of Eleven there. Too. But how it
0: is a great category, seeing Strong Island in there is very cool. It's cool. So short subject documentary. That's an interesting one.
1: I think that Netflix will pull this one out too for "Heroin," which is an extraordinary piece about the real women in West Virginia who are trying to save people's lives in the opioid mm-hmm. epidemic, and their epidemic, and they're, they are heroes. Well, they're, the they're footage is very
0: impressive. It's, it's, um, it's it's. You know, Netflix won in this category last year, they're, and, and they
1: campaigned appropriately. Yeah, they brought it to Telluride, they made just sure like everybody White saw it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Ed- Edith and Eddie is the sentimental favorite that other people think might win. Um, I saw the movie. It's, it's, it's a romance uh, between very old geriatric people who yeah. are being pulled apart by their families, and it has heartstrings uh, tugging. I didn't think it was that great. Right, yeah. But that's the one people keep saying. I preferred... Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405, which also has extraordinary animation it's from the, the best, uh, lead uh, title for an Oscar awesome nominee ever. Uh, you know. It's very well done.
0: So then we have the live action short film, always a really cool category because it's not, it's, it's the one, you know, live action, for the most part, we're talking about the same narratives over and over again. The films in this category can take very different kinds of forms. They don't look like traditional Oscar movies at all. And the Frontrunner that we've been talking about for a long time, it's gotta be decaled elementary. Which
1: turned out to be more timely than ever. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh,
0: unfortunately because of Parkland, but I was on a jury at the Hamptons Film Festival when we gave this an award and I didn't think twice but I had no no no, you know, pre existing knowledge of this thing when we saw it and it's just it's just a really striking Sort of snapshot of tension.
1: It's a strong piece, yeah, and then the other one I liked was the Silent up. Child. It's pretty good. Which was about a deaf, deaf kid uh, whose parents are not uh, willing uh, to let her learn how to sign. Yeah, the it's performance really is impressive. And yeah, it's there, well made. There's some
0: stuff that's there. So, yeah. but but I would bet on Decal for sure.
1: Uh, foreign language. Um, I, I I think a fantastic woman will take it because it's the most accessible of of the films, and it stars Daniela Vega. Uh, a rare uh, transgender uh, performance in a in a nominated film, and then you have uh, the square probably coming in and that in, in would number be such two. a weird
0: upset to me. I mean, On Body and Soul I think is a much more 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 of an emotionally resonant crowd pleaser. Grassley is
1: isn't the word I would use. Well, it's a romance of
0: sorts. Yeah, but
1: it's beautiful. I love I On love Body, Soul. The only one directed by uh, a woman. Yeah, and Hungary. she hadn't made a
0: movie in 18 years. Right,
1: good story there. But um, And I love Loveless. Loveless is on my 10 best list. But um, that's very bleak. The insult mm. is very sort of uh, schematic.
0: It's obvious. And
1: um, I'm not sure that a lot of people went... The question in this category is always, do the people vote if they haven't seen all five? And if they have seen all five, it's a very small group. Yeah. I, I've been doing some research into this. It's like seven or 800 people
0: voting yeah. for this. No, that's, it's, it, which is super fascinating when you think about it. because Which movies is more are, than it used to be. I mean, and these movies are so different from the rest, everything else that we're talking about the whole season. They represent different cultures, different kinds of filmmaking sensibilities. To a large degree, these are movies that you know, get their boost at a major international film festival like Cannes or Berlin, and that's sort of where their profile stays until something like this happens. Which is
1: one of the reasons why the square is a possibility, because... I mean, it won obvious, the Palme d'Or. It, it won the Palme d'Or, and also it swept the European Film Awards. And the new membership that has come in is la- largely European, mm-hmm. and the people that participated in seeing the movies on online, apparently, a lot of them are European.
0: Yeah, I still don't really care for the movie that much. And I think Fantastic Woman, if it's the most accessible film, it's still off the beaten track in other kinds of ways. So. Well, The
1: Square is very entertaining also. Yeah. And it has Dominic West again. Yeah. And, uh, and
0: Elizabeth Moss. And Elizabeth Moss. All right, film editing. So this is an interesting one. I would love to see Baby Driver win. To me, it seems more like a Dunkirk kind of a year. has
1: to be. And also, here's the thing. Even if um, Dunkirk looks like it's weak in the... Didn't do well at the BAFTAs, didn't get, uh, uh, um, you know, acting or writing nominations. It's actually, uh, it has eight nominations, and it's very strong, and a lot of people like it. So they're going to want it to win a few things. Editing is the obvious thing for it to win this almost silent movie.
0: Right, I mean, and considering the fact that it's juggling three different timelines and all that stuff, it's sort of embedded in the way people relate to the film, so, although Baby Driver does stuff from an editing standpoint with action and music that I've never seen before.
1: Right, so, so there are three categories, we might as well do them all together, there's three categories here that are related to this. There's film editing, and then there's sound editing and sound mixing,
0: which they'll inevitably remind you during the ceremony are what two different mean. things.
1: <laughs> the other people, like the Globes and the BAFTAs, don't make this distinction, but the Oscars do. And and I'm I'm really I don't know what to do because I want Baby Driver to win something. I love Baby Driver, but I feel that Dunkirk is the more important gravitas. Best picture contender from Christopher Nolan as opposed to a commercial action picture from Edgar Wright. And I just don't know. Um, so I'm going with Dunkirk in all three.
0: Yeah.
1: Conventional wisdom would have you lean into Baby Driver for the sound mixing category. But that's assuming people are,
0: are voting in a nuanced enough way to make that
1: distinction. Correct. And also but there's been a lot of publicity about the Dunkirk radical sound design. So it could get something there, too, with the music. It's all integrated.
0: Yeah, I mean, either way, there's some really astonishing accomplishments here. But bet on Dunkirk, and Nolan's movies tend to do well in these kind of categories anyway.
1: So we ran into Edgar Wright last night at this Kodak party. He was uh, in a good mood and rooting sure. for his team. And yeah. he can go to the Oscars without having to worry about he give, to giving worry a speech. doesn't have to worry
0: about stuff, and and yet the movie still got nominated, and so it can be part of that conversation of unorthodox genre films being, you know, sort of, quote-unquote, elevated by all this stuff. Yeah.
1: So. so then we have production design, which is a pretty close race between The Shape of Water, which has won most of the precursors, and Blade Runner, um, which... Um, I would say I would have said that Blade Runner was going to win this because I think Dennis Gassner's designs were astonishing but the shape of water did win more of the precursor so I'm yep, going to go with that. Yeah, it's a no-brainer.
0: It's I would beautiful. agree. It's, it's it's it and, and when you think about it, like these underwater sets and, and all the different kinds of things that happened to sets, getting flooded, and then the the black and white sequence. I and mean, he did a
1: lot of things where he shot dry for wet, and yeah. you know. I mean, Look,
0: Blade Runner. Like I this I can't wait to watch Blade Runner again. At some point, I keep coming back to certain scenes. It I think it's next level. If you'd cut Jared Leto out of there, it would have been maybe a perfect blockbuster. It's too bad, but in the context of, award, of, of awards season you. conversations, you know, in a category like this, it, it does seem like a shape of water kind of a year. All
1: right. Well, the, there is another category where Blade Runner is a factor, and that is visual effects. And I have to say that I almost changed my vote. At the last minute. I have been going for Boar for the Planet of the Apes the whole time because it's just extraordinary. If you know anything about visual effects, what they've done is unbelievable in terms of the advances. Mm -hmm. Animating that number of creatures, putting in the snow, putting in the ice, putting in the rain, and the waterfall, and the the uh fur you know
0: you 're right people I mean, on it, horseback. And, and not to mention the fact that this is the third entry in a trilogy where this has been a long running conversation so, so that 's why it 's you know. the
1: last one so. Blade Runner though is a factor. a lot of people love the visual effects in that. They're stunning also. They're extraordinary. The the joy of sex, if you like, uh, you know, the, the, sure. the, the hologram on no, it's, a million it's things. Everything about the and it's the so beautiful. It. So, so cool. there's some there's some reaction that people have against Planet of the Apes in a sort of genre movie kind of way, which I'm not sure I understand. Like well. a resistance.
0: In a category that also has Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Kong Skull Island, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. And these it's are the visual, uh, visual
1: effects people that actually know what they're doing yeah. who nominated these. Yeah. Now it's the whole Academy voting for right.
0: them. That's right. where
1: I have my question. The war
0: is still more... It's, it's a war movie. I mean, if Well, you actually, I stuck to my guns. Yeah, I think I, it, I you, didn't, you are wise to I didn't that. change
1: my mind. So I, in my experience, when I change my mind at the last minute, I'm usually wrong.
0: So we shall see. Costume design should be a no-brainer, right? I mean, Mark Bridges... It's interesting. I
1: think Frank Frank and Fred, yes, Mark Bridges... He's won
0: before for the artist, but in this particular case, it's like the whole movie is about costumes. They don't look at
1: the name on the ballot. They just vote for the movie, and the whole movie is about costumes. But there are are, um, several camps, people who think the costumes are amazing and actually recognize the accuracy of the couture and its original couture. He had to make everything up. He didn't go pick up other things. So what he did was amazing, but there are people who don't think there are beautiful. The, the costumes are beautiful. Well, I
0: rewatched the movie recently, and it's relevant to another category because I went to a live performance of the score. Bam! There was also a version of this in, in L.A. recently with Johnny Greenwood's score with the whole orchestra underneath the screen, which was super cool. And I was in the balcony, so I was looking down on all the different in- ingredients, and really lets you understand it. But also revisiting the movie. I was looking at these kinds of details, how they said they, they kind of crafted this this fictional character who's sort of like Balenciaga, but not quite as revered. So when you look at the costumes, there's a consistency to that where it's like, they're not amazing. They're, they're good, They're very but they're, British. Yeah, they, but exactly. They, they conceived in such a way where they're not overly ostentatious. He's not that... So the, it's part of the narrative, and that's what's kind of fascinating. I
1: think he will win, and he and should deserve. win. And, uh, and if the movie got six nominations, um, maybe there's some support there for it to win one. I do know that a lot of people love the costumes in Darkest Hour, so... Whatever. Anything
0: Whatever. could happen in that respect. I so,
1: think that one will take makeup and hair. We can yeah, assume that. Sort
0: of a, unless, unless there's some you know, last minute no support way. for wonder <laughs> or something. But, no. Yeah. So, all right, so moving on to, to uh, the last few here, we have the, the music categories, uh, original score and original song. So original song is kind of interesting. We did our critics survey, and critics really want to see Sufjan, Steven mm-hmm. Win an I just Oscar. don't think that's going to happen. The rest of the world isn't, isn't necessarily bending over backwards for his soft ballads, but um, you know it's a very New York hipster kind of a thing. Which you know, from a cliched standpoint, it makes sense. But it, it's it's very cool. It's a, it's a very beautiful movie, and it's great that that um, that film is nominated. But it it seems like something closer to the the Coco end of the Spectrum would be a likely front runner and i know that Remember so Me is such
1: an important song to Coco and it's used in all these different ways and it's threaded through the movie and played differently throughout the movie and it's written by the people who did the Let It Go song from mm-hmm. Frozen Yep but the greatest showman the it's just so ridiculous from I, I, uh, La La How Land. much do you want
0: to bet that Jimmy Kimmel is going to make some me. joke about how stupid that movie is, and yet it's There starts.
1: are people who love it. My yeah. daughter loves this movie. I get it.
0: I, I mean, I saw it with my family on Christmas Day, and, and they, they said they didn't care much for the story, but they had a great time with it. I mean it delivers i suppose it's a bad in that movie
1: sense, there's no way to defend it but um, and
0: that song is really I hate, annoying i hate it
1: too but so. there's a viral video on youtube where the woman who sings the song the bearded lady is is auditioning and they have everyone in the Hugh jackman and all everybody's in the room and they're all crying and I cried, too,
0: when I watched it. Well, I definitely did not cry to the bearded lady <laughs> song, but Not in
1: the movie, in the audition. I
0: get it. All right. So, original score. Now, that one is kind of fascinating, because you're calling it for Desplat, you say, Shape He's of Water. He's won all
1: the precursors. He's
0: always winning that. He's one of those sort of perennials, as is Hans Zimmer, but... People have, he also can be. He's almost line. won too many yeah. times. well, it's a tough one, and there isn't anything else kind of outstanding in that category. I mean, John Williams has been nominated a gazillion times for his Star Wars scores, but it's not like this one changes the game. And
1: Three billboards so. is a really good score by Carter Burwell. Um, there's a way to pronounce that that I didn't know. I think it's like Burrell.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Well, um maybe the first.
1: Uh, anyway, Phantom Thread would be great. Johnny Greenwood would be great. And he he has a he has supporters, no question about it, but I still think it'll be disliked. No.
0: All right, well, that's uh, that's the Oscars. We can just move on to next year now. We don't even need the show. You're
1: moving me. on to <laughs> South by Southwest. Uh, yeah,
0: because the Oscars are later this week, uh, th- this year. Uh, it's one weekend before South by Southwest. Usually we have a weekend to take a breather, come back to reality, and then plug yourself into a totally different environment. But I'm going to go straight into it, which is going to be nuts. But also is welcome because... Not only is it a whole bunch of new movies, but the profiles of of the films that I'll be seeing there, and I've already started watching a bunch of them, are so different. It's very rare that you get something that becomes a huge cultural phenomenon out of that festival. But Baby Driver did launch there last year. There are things that can kind of get their initial momentum out of the festival from a studio standpoint that would otherwise not necessarily get that kind of boost. So it'll be nice to... um, Kind of come back to our natural world and forget about awards for a little bit. I'm going to head off to the Miami Film Festival,
1: so I think we're going to take a week off next week.
0: We'll take a a little breather and go to sunnier places and uh, not think about who might win things and whether it actually matters. But um, yeah, let's let's get to it because we've got a busy weekend ahead of us, a lot of parties. It's basically like being a, at a film festival where you've already seen all the movies and you just need to hit the open bar. So let's go I do that. Some,
1: I have some work to do on Sunday. <laughs> <And so laughs> there, there, may, there
0: may or may not we be some work involved. Too, we have to cover so. the spirits. All right. God. We didn't speed.
1: do the spirits.
0: Oh, God. You right. can read about Here's it later. The short, the short version <laughs> of
1: The Spirits is that Get Out will win many things, and Timothy Chalamet will win as well.
0: And, and we get to remind people that A Ghost Story was kind of an interesting movie because it's up for the Cassavetes Award, but that's kind of about it. So, See you later. Bye.